Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sunday night. This is uh, how, how we all saw it go, right, Kev? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Antonio Brown's debut and everything, and uh, you know, I thought it was gonna be a real close game, and you know, it seems like I was right. Yeah, I uh, I had a three-team teaser all lined up. So tonight I had the Bucks at like plus one and a half. I think is what that that ended up being teased up to. I was like, oh, nice, plus one and a half. Like I I feel pretty good about that. I think they're gonna win outright, so it's nice to get that that little cushion. Nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, twenty twenty is a is a fickle bitch. Yes, she is. And with that, let's uh, let's go ahead and take a take a first look at the waivers. Uh, if you're listening on podcast form, just so you guys know, we go live on YouTube every night, uh, every Sunday night, to give you guys this this first glance. We'll obviously update things as we need to. The YouTube chat is popping off already. We got Daniel and Abraham in the building, so we appreciate you guys jumping in. Please be sure to hit that subscribe, rate, review, however you are consuming all this information. So, Kev, why don't you start us off? Talk to us about the quarterback streamers that you were looking for in Week 10. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward for me. I mean, half these guys uh, didn't even play this week, but I think Jared Goff is, you know, even as bad as he's he's kind of looked, I think this is still a great matchup against Seattle. Seattle's secondary, and overall their defense has been horrific. They got the doors blown off them today by Buffalo. I guess they did make it close there for a little while, but um, but regardless, uh, I do think this is a really good matchup for, for the Rams. So Jared Goff only rostered 59% of leagues. Carson Wentz, I do think this is a good matchup for him as well. This should be the first week where really they have all their weapons right um miles sanders is, is back they've already said that he expects to start practicing on wednesday with them you know they'll have jalen rager back uh, again obviously dallas goddard i mean they're gonna have all their weapons back so i think this is a good matchup for him so i really like carson wentz and then drew lock i mean drew lock ball today completed 25 48 passes 313 yards two touchdowns um and he also had a rushing touchdown uh but it was good to see also well he set career highs in passing yards but that likely had more to do with the fact that he set a career high in pass attempts but he also averaged six and a half yards per attempt which was good to see so um drew lock you know he was somebody that i was kind of high on last week that i mentioned that you should be you know looking to add especially 
against Atlanta. Now, this is another good matchup against the Raiders, only rostered 20, 20% of league. So I do like him. Baker Mayfield, he is on the COVID IR, but it sounds like uh, his tests so far have come back negative. So that's not a huge concern uh, against Houston. A uh, really good matchup. Houston's defense is terrible. The only thing that would concern me here is that we know that, that Cleveland really wants to run the football. Thank, thank goodness. Thank you, almighty. Nick Chubb is back. Nick Chubb is returning in week 10. We're getting all of our running backs, boys. We're getting them all back, finally. So, Miles Sanders will be back. Nick Chubb will be back uh, this upcoming week. So, that is good to see. Um, but, you know, if, 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 Houston can push the Browns that I think that you could look for them to uh, air it out a little bit. So I like, I like Baker Mayfield a little bit and the rest of these guys to, uh, you know, he played really well today. I, I mean, really good bounce back performance completed 20 passes, 20 of 28 for 248, two touchdowns. He also rushed seven times for 35 yards. So those are all positive things. See much better match, uh, much better game today against the Cardinals. And they get the chargers this week when the chargers, you know, they've really started to struggle, especially on, on the defensive side of the football. So you can throw the ball against the chargers. So I, I like, I, I like to a little bit here, rostering 24% of leagues. Now the other two, Nick Mullins, this is mainly, you know, if they can get their their guys back, like Brandon Ayuk, who should be back, and you know, maybe if Debo Samuel could be back. If he's not, I, I would probably cross him off this list because um, he looked terrible last Thursday night. And then Daniel Jones, really scary to, to ever think about playing him because at the time, how often he turns the ball over. But Philadelphia secondary is not very good. So uh, again, you know, again, you know, could be a little bit more high scoring roster in thirty percent of leagues. That's kind of where I rounded out. Kev, a few. Uh, what are your thoughts on Alex Smith? Obviously, he came in in relief of Kyle Allen, who I didn't see the injury, but I saw the update. It was like his ankle was facing the opposite. Yeah, it was another dislocated um, ankle and a fracture. So I just this is, I just keeps happening. Hate to see it. Obviously, you know Alex Smith just recovered from this, but I don't know. I don't love Alex Smith either because. You know, like the, the limited times we saw him, like he hasn't looked very good. I mean, it's a really good story, but uh, he's not the same guy as he used to be. He used to be much more mobile, kind of get out of the pocket. And um, we, as as we know, he's the ultimate game manager. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't love it. All right, just wanted to, especially for those that are in you know deeper leagues, you know, two quarterback kind of leagues. I mean, he did put up three hundred twenty five yards. It was against the Giants, but they they are going to get the the Lions, so. I mean, I with I think I might rather go Alex Smith over like Daniel Jones. I don't know. Maybe I'm just chasing that, chasing his performance against the the Giants. But like you said, Daniel Jones just scares the hell out of me. Always, always. But anyway, let's uh, let's jump over to wide receiver. Take a look what we have going on there. I didn't think that there were too many. Obviously, I, I have cut mine kind of split up into tiers, so you can kind of vary your your fab budgets based on this but obviously i only have two names in tier one is that and that is jalen regner and curtis samuel kev you were talking about carson wentz already so i'm not going to dive too far into that but regner is still widely available in espn and yahoo leagues obviously he didn't have a great performance in his first week back last week but he did get the touchdown it showed that like that that was clearly schemed for him as well so hopefully with you know coming back, having the week off, they kind of they're they're able to kind of get things back together. Fulgham is still gonna get his. We talked about that last week as well. But I like Regner a lot. Uh Curtis Samuel, I'm I'm throwing up here as well in the in, in tier one. <laughs> it, like it's I, I'm like 
stuttering now because I'm realizing I just put Curtis Samuel in tier one of, <laughs> of my wide receiver ads. But if you look at what he's done over the past three weeks, it's, it's encouraging, right? Uh, it's, and it's, it's not a great matchup going up against Tampa, or at least we don't think, but they are getting shredded right now by Drew Brees and his, his half of an arm. His production and his involvement has been up over the past three weeks. He's had six, five, and nine targets. He's had a couple of carries each week as well. He was still involved on the ground uh, today as well, and he's had seven, at least 17 fantasy points in each of those games over that stretch. So I think he's someone with, you know, we're going to be expecting them to be playing from behind with Tampa. So I think he's somebody you could look at if if you need to. Tier 2, Al Lazard, Tim Patrick, Nelson Aguilar, Darnell Mooney, Anthony Miller. Lazard, I think, needs to be picked up. Uh, obviously, Valdez Scanling, you know, finally showed up after basically being non-existent in Al Lazard's absence over the past couple of weeks. But he only had the two catches, and they just both happened to be touchdowns. So I still think Alan Lazard is is going to step into a, a big enough role where if, if you have the room, I would be stashing him right now. He hasn't actually been – he's returned to practice, but he is still on the IR, so he's somebody I would stash. Tim Patrick in his first game back today, obviously the Broncos were trailing the, the majority of that game. But he did see nine targets. It didn't really show up in the stat in the stat sheet too too much. He did find the end zone, so he's somebody who I think you can definitely be looking at, especially if you're if, if especially if we're going to be missing Noah Fant and uh, Kev, your boy from Mizzou, Albert O. He left with a knee injury. Fant was banged up again. So Tim Patrick is somebody who I like. Nelson Aguilar, I mean. He's getting it done. I'm not going to feel super confident plugging him into my lineups, but he has been getting those those deep looks. He has been finding the end zone, so I think you could do worse there. And then to round out tier two, we have the two Chicago receivers with Darnell Mooney and Anthony Miller. Now, Anthony Miller's involvement has picked up over the past couple of weeks, so it's been good to see his targets and his production You know, uh, picking up when it was kind of seeming like Darnell Mooney was 100% the wide receiver two for Chicago. It's kind of bounced out over the past couple of weeks. I think if you're looking for someone with the higher upside, I would shoot Mooney. But, man, I miss, really miss a golden opportunity there to say shoot for the Mooney. Damn it. Uh, and and uh, if, if you need more of a, a floor play, I think Anthony Miller is somebody you could look at there. Tier three and then uh, deep league ads here. Uh, Randall Cobb, Damiana, Danny Amendola, MVS, who I already talked about a little bit, and then the two Colts receivers for Pascal and Michael Pittman are going to round out Tier 3. Cobb is being put here for for the matchup. Danny Amendola, you can look at adding, especially if we get word that Kenny Galladay is going to be out. That did look like it was a week-to-week injury, but Amendola put up, I think it was like seven catches, 77 yards. So I'd be much more interested in him if Galladay is is going to be out. MVS, like I said, I, I think he's he's a boomer bust guy. That's why he's down here in tier three for me. And then if T.Y. Hilton is going to be out, I'm much more interested in Pascal and Pittman. But Philip Rivers threw over 40 times today, and both the, neither of these guys saw double-digit targets. Take that for what you will, but there's nobody else to throw to, uh, honestly. So I, I think Pascal and Pittman and, and deeper leagues you can look at. And then the, the last two to round things out, 
KJ Hamler, Chris Conley. Uh, Hamler saw, I think, nine targets today. He obviously brings a uh, a different element to that team that they uh, you know they don't have with Judy or Patrick. And again, especially if those tight ends are going to be out, I like them. And then Lavisca Chenault did leave today with a hamstring injury. So if you're if, if you're kind of desperate, you know, 14, 16 team league, something like that, or you have a, a deeper starting requirement, I think you can look at uh, at Chris Conley to pick up. Like I said, no, nothing that really like really jumps out to me other than Jalen Rager. I think uh, it's kind of crazy that he's like sub twenty percent rostered across uh, across both formats. So let's uh, let's answer a couple of these questions and then we'll jump over to uh, Kevin. You can talk about running back. Uh, Brian Hill wants to know: Would you trade Zeke, Tyreek, and Diggs for Chubb, Allen, and Gronk in a full PPR? That's close because I mean Zeke Zeke has obviously just been not been not been good, but the the Hill and Diggs part, like I think Hill and Keenan Allen is a little bit of a wash because of how many targets that that Keenan Allen is seeing, but Gronk to Diggs, I mean that's that's a pretty big drop off, and I probably wouldn't want to mess with that. I probably wouldn't. I don't think that I would. As as much as we love Chubb and Keenan Allen, just been a straight up vacuum, uh, a target vacuum. I think, like you said, that that drop off to to getting Gronk, he like he might as well not even be involved. In, the, in this trade. So I, I, th- I think I would just, uh, I think I would hold steady there. Daniel also has a trade question. Who gets the better of this trade? I have Hunt, Jacobs, and Drake. Gibson on the bench, and some dude offered me Rodgers for Gibson. It looks like his quarterback, is, his quarterback is Matt Ryan. I would say no. I don't think you really need to. Um, yeah. It's not a, that significant of an upgrade. And you obviously hunt, you can take him out of the mix now because Nick Chubb is out. I mean, he's still gonna be involved. It's like an RB three, right? But then Drake is hurt. So, I mean, right now, I mean, who would you be starting? You're starting Kareem hunt. Who's going to be drop right back down to being the second fiddle to Nick Chubb. And so then all you would have is, is Jacobs and, and a King and Drake who's hurt. And maybe he's back next week. Maybe he's not, you know, I, I, that's just way too thin. I, there's, I, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. It would, it would be different if you're, if you didn't have Ryan at, at quarterback, so I would uh, I would hold steady there. Another question from Brian: Would would you go after Chubb if your running backs were Zeke, JT, Sanders, and Edmonds? I mean, you could, but I think the only way you'd probably make that happen at this point. I mean, you could try. I mean, if it was me, I, I wouldn't offer all that other stuff. Like maybe you try to offer just Zeke for Chubb straight up. Like Chubb hasn't played, you know, and, and so it's not it's not like you know he has been out here you know crushing it right. So I, I do think that it's something you could try to do, maybe offer to you know Zeke for Chubb straight up because um, I would rather do that. You know you could probably throw in Jonathan Taylor too because Jonathan Taylor is fucking trash. So uh, you know as a kicker, I guess. Hey, ha, ha, hey, Walido, I know you're in here. Can, can you remind me what uh, Jonathan Taylor ended up doing uh, the rest of the game after that the one one yard touchdown? Just asking for a friend. Thank you. All right, so that's all I got to say. All right, let's roll into running back. Kev, uh, who are you looking at, at running back this week? I think we we skipped a bunch of major injuries. So, you know, thankfully, like you said, we, we have we have some guys coming back, which is obviously uh, going to be super helpful for, uh, for, for fantasy managers. Uh, but how are you feeling about running back this week? Yeah, but I don't think there's any, like, you just – like there's there's no slam ads right so I have Duke Johnson up top ma- mainly because of 
um, David Johnson getting hurt today. He left the concussion um, earlier in the game. You know, Duke Johnson, I mean, he didn't really play well, I wouldn't say. He rushed 16 times for 41 yards, but he did find the end zone. Um, he had a fantastic 2.6 yards per carry, but he did find the goal line. And he also uh, caught all four targets for 32 yards. So um, it was encouraging, but it's not something I feel the need that you have to run out and just, you know, slam that ad button for or spend some large amount of fab. Because, I mean, who knows? I mean, do, uh, David Johnson could be back this week. So we'll have to see on that because it is just a concussion. So, you know, we'll get some more news. But I do think Duke Johnson is intriguing, um, at, at least a short-term ad. Wayne Gallman. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I was actually surprised he was, he was so low-owned because... Listen, I get any place for the Jets, and it's Wayne Gallman. But Wayne Gallman has like three straight double-digit fantasy points performances. Um, you know, today he rushed 14 times for 68 yards and a touchdown, and had one reception for nine yards. Like, there's a lot. To, I mean, he doesn't have a high ceiling, but he does have it look to be. I have a pretty solid floor, and he's really soaked up all the pass catching work here too, at least for the most part. So uh, I do like Wayne Gallman. I, th- I think he should be rostered in more leagues. I'm surprised he's that widely available. Like I thought he was a solid flex play today, even against the Washington front. That you know that is solid against the run. I actually played him a little bit in DFS. I felt dirty for doing it, but he came through at his price. So um, you know, there's that. And then here we are. It is 2000 and. Uh, 20, and here we are, Kalen Balazs. Uh, let's talk about some Kalen Balazs. So, Justin Jackson, I think um, there was a lot of people that are going to be tilting their face off because of what happened with J- Justin Jackson. You know, it was finally looked like it was yeah. going to be the week that he was going to take off and really take over this yeah. entire backfield. And I yes. had a massive amount of him in DFS. He was only 4,900 on DraftKings. But, um, yeah, uh, got the, the good old goose egg from him because he got hurt, I guess, with a knee injury. Was it like the first play of the game or something like that? I mean, it had to be super early because the game's like just kicked off and all of a sudden Justin Jackson's out for the game. So super tilting. And uh, once again, Joshua Kelly, you can just go ahead and drop because <laughs> this dude, like, he had one really good run like late in the game, Joshua Kelly did. But other than that, he didn't do a whole lot. But Kalen Balaj, I think he had, what, 60 yards and a touchdown um, against the Raiders. So, you know, if you want to add Kalen Balaj, you can do so at your own peril. But we've seen this story before with him, like, you know, last year with Miami and stuff like this, and he's just not that good. But I guess, if you, you know, if he is going to be starting and he's also going to be uh, soaking up pass catching work, I think you could go there. Um, and then Cam Akers, I have him on here as well because, uh, you know, as we know, the, the Rams were on by and he's still only rostering 30% of leagues. He looked good the, the last time he was on the field and given opportunities. So we'll see where, where that goes with him. But I think that's more of a speculative ad for me. The other guys that I have on the list, the Michael P. Ryan, Alexi, I looks tomorrow night. I wish the Jets would just give him the, the full backfield, but we're also talking about Adam Gase. Um, I, I do think Michael P. Ryan's the best running back they have on that roster. Latavius Murray, Gus Edwards. Naheem Hines and PPR, you know, all those guys, Tony Pollard, Alexander Madison. The Alexander Madison did have 12 attempts today. Uh, these guys are all, you know, more, more along the lines of handcuffs, guys you want to stash on your bench in case an injury happens. And we're getting to week 10. You should, none of these guys should be available on anybody's waiver wire. If they are, 
add them because they shouldn't be available. And then in deeper leagues, Brian Hill, same situation, backing up Todd Gurley. Benny Snell, same thing for James Conner. Devonta Booker, same thing for Josh Jacobs. Anthony McFarlane. And then Rash- Rash- I-, I threw Rashad Penny on here. He should be back anytime. Um, DJ Dallas hasn't really been lighting the world on fire, taking over for Chris Carson. But, you know, Chris Carson could return as early as this next week. Uh, but Chris Carson has come through scoring a touchdown each of the last two weeks. So those are kind of the running backs that I'm looking at. Like I said, there- there's no, like, you have to run out and do whatever you can. If you've been holding on to that number one waiver at all year, like th- th- this isn't really probably the week you want to use it because there's just nobody out there that really stands out like that. just an absolute must add. I do think Duke Johnson is super interesting if he is the starter next week for them because we know he has a pass catching upside and stuff like that. So I do think Duke Johnson would be interesting, but I just don't think he's worth a you know, top waiver. If you if you needed the points, you're you're clawing, scratching to to get into like playoff seating or get into the playoff picture. Is that is that an instance where you would go out and like let's say let's say you have half of what your fab is from the beginning of the year? Would you throw, you know, like seventy percent of what if you if if you're clawing for like playoff position, would you be willing to throw let's say seventy percent of what you have left in your fab? to get Duke Johnson just to try to get those points? Or is that a case where you'd rather rather hold on to that? Because like I said as well, like I don't see anyone this week as a, as a must-add in terms of waivers. So how, how would you do that for the people who are, you know, kind of like at, like say that seventh seed or, you know, kind of trying to get to that 500 spot and make a run? It's, it's, t- it's, uh, it's a tricky situation because you can sit here and hold on to this stuff all year and nothing ever really come to fruition because I think people have gotten smarter, you know, in fantasy football, like we're not seeing as many guys sit on the waivers. So it really depends on what your waiver situation looks like right now. Like if there's quite a few guys that are out there, no, I probably wouldn't do it. But if it's like slim, slim pickings and he just happens to be sitting there, you know, maybe you could, especially if you're a team that's like desperate for a win. Um, you know, you're kind of on that borderline and making the playoffs, but it would just be so tilting that if you did that and then next week, you know, I don't know, somebody major goes down for the year. Uh, I got a question from I teach math eight. What about the David Montgomery injury? Obviously he left with the concussion. How do you think that the, the backfield touches get, get split up? Now, obviously they were, they were trailing that, the I think the entire game really, um, I, I would have thought that Ryan Nall would have gotten the carries, but because they were because they were trailing, he actually got targets. I, he went like four for thirty five and a touchdown. Uh, Cordero Patterson had a, a couple of carries, but he also had four targets. Are you are you doing anything with this Chicago backfield if David Montgomery were to be out? Or are you looking to add Ryan Nall? Actually, I think it would be. I, I don't know. I think it would be. I think it would be Lamar Miller. Okay. They have Lamar Miller on the practice squad, and they I think uh, Matt Nagy said a couple of weeks ago that he's getting really close to being ready. So I actually think we'd be we'd be look, looking square down the barrel of Lamar Miller. So, and I know people are gonna ask, well, what about him? Why is he on the list? Well, I, one, I I can't because one, I don't even know if they're gonna activate him. I know he's an option. I know he could be he could be ready, and if he is, you know, cool. But uh, like this offensive line that they have is so bad. Um, you know what I mean? Like, and so like, it's tough to trust any running back here and I'm not trusting 29 soon to be 30 year old. Lamar Miller got cut by the Patriots. So like if you were desperate, you needed somebody like in a PPR format, I don't know, maybe cause he, he does have pass catching upside, but, and they don't have anybody else that can catch passes here, but 
yeah, I'm not super excited about it. Like it, it, we'll see, you know, it's a concussion. He could be back this week, you know, David Montgomery. So we'll see here with Lamar Miller, but Lamar Miller probably would be the guy that would get activated and be the guy. Uh, the other one is CMC. It looked like a shoulder injury. He got hurt right at the end of the game. Um, it was whatever on the last drive of the game and that the Panthers are trying to go down and, and, you know, get the lead and, uh, Kansas City tackled him and landed right on top of him, and he was he was favoring his shoulder. Looked like they were trying to pop his shoulder back into place by the looks of it. What, what was going on on the sideline? So we'll have to monitor that and see what's going on. But I didn't put Mike Davis on here because Mike Davis is still rostered by most everybody. So uh, that that just didn't really make a lot of sense. Should I trade Jacobs for Gaskin and Fulgham? No, because Miles Gaskin still has two more weeks left on IR. So at best, I mean, or at worst. Or I guess at best, you know, because it could be. I mean, he could be out even longer than that. So really, you know, I, I was going to put Matt Breed on here because they, I mean, they, none of their running backs really did anything today that they utilized. So, um, but Savon Ahmed, baby, yeah, he did nothing, and uh, so <laughs> we'll see. Uh, hopefully, thirty-eight. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, I got thrown off there with that, but uh, hopefully Matt Breida is able to actually return. Because people, I went out there and rushed out there to add Matt Breida this week, and all of a sudden popped up. Oh, he's got a hamstring, so we'll see on on Matt Breida uh, if if he's able to to return um, this week because I think he's probably their best bet at running back while Miles Gaskins out. But no, I would not make that trade. Let's round things out with uh, with tight ends and the the streamers. There, there is a theme that is developing here, and it is get all of the all of the Philadelphia Eagles while you can. Dallas Goddard is still rostered in less than like half of league, so if he's still out there and he's available on on your waiver wire, absolutely pick him up. We've been talking about how good the Eagles' schedule is looking for them over the next several weeks and continuing into the fantasy playoffs. So Goddard would be my first choice. Irv Smith would be my second choice here, and I think he's someone you could hold on to. Dalton Schultz is still being involved in this offense, whether it's been obviously with Dak and then Andy Dalton, and then today with with Gilbert, who actually <laughs> who put up had himself a really nice game against the Steelers in that in, uh, in, in that defense, which by the way was just such a such a peak typical Steelers trap game. But I digress. Dalton Schultz, I, I think you can add. Jimmy Graham, especially if Cole Komet is still out. No, I think he was out this week with a, with a concussion. So I'd expect him to be back for, for Week 10. But if he's not, you can look there. And then Logan Thomas is going to round out my list. I think he saw six targets in, in today's game, You know, especially with Alex Smith being the guy going forward. He has never been known. To, to be one to take the deep shots unless Patrick Mahomes is drafted and coming for, for his job. So Logan Thomas is someone I think you can you can look at adding. And then depending on what happens with Jack Doyle, he also left with a concussion today. Obviously he's had I, I think he's had some neck issues in the past. So not entirely sure what's going to happen with him. But if he were to miss time, that would make me more interested in Mo Alley Cox and um and Trey Burton. But Irv Smith is rostered in like less than 10% of leagues. So I don't think you have to reach all the way down there for them. That's why I didn't put those two Colts on this list because of how widely available Irv Smith is. So if you're uh if 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 you're digging that digging down that far, I would I would much rather depend on Irv Smith and trying to figure out which one of the three Colts tight ends 
is going to be the one to go off. Like I said, unless we get news that Jack Doyle is going to be missing any sort of uh, any sort of extended absence. Yeah, I mean Dallas Goddard is a you know tight end one in my opinion, and then um, I love Irv Smith. We've been talking about him the last three or four weeks, or last at least the last couple of weeks uh, on this show. So um, I like Irv Smith a lot. The only concern with him is is whenever the Vikings go full. 1970s football and run the ball 67 times in a game and only throw the ball 10. So uh, other than that, the, those are the only times that really concern me. Other than that, I really anytime they open the ball, I have to open it up. I, Irv Smith uh, has really um, emerged as the as the you know top tight end target there for sure. Daniel wants to know is it worth st- stashing Madison? Absolutely. Obviously, with Dalvin Cook's injury history, he can uh, he can't be he can't be trusted. And if he goes down, Madison has shown before that he's he's more than capable of of carrying that load. <laughs> and then Walido wants to know if the uh, if the Bucks should trade for Jameis. Uh, well, I know he's enjoying it because he's a Saints fan, but uh, I'm gonna be really really mad if if the Buck or if the Saints don't take opportunity here to put Jameis in the game against the Bucks. Because uh, I, I I am all about that. Like this is all I want to see left in this game because this game is uh, absolutely toast. We appreciate you guys jumping in. Uh, like like I said the, at the top at the beginning, if you're not yet subscribed to the YouTube channel, please be sure to do so. If you could leave a rate and review on whatever podcast platform you were listening on, we would appreciate that as well. We've we've been appreciating uh, of all of the support and engagement we've been getting from you guys. This uh, this year has been a lot of fun for us, and we're we're looking to continue this as we go on. We will be we will have a. Uh, have the the buy sell video coming for you guys. It'll be dropping Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, and then we will be going live again on Wednesday to uh, to to take a, a look at waivers, help you out with that. We'll be going live talking start set waivers, rankings, and and all that. So until Wednesday, we'll talk to you guys. You can find me on Twitter at ffff. You can find Kevin on Twitter at fantasyrat13, and you can find the TFA handle at ff underscore authority and we'll talk to all you guys soon say ya
Tunchi's back, Tunchi's back. As all these bitches screaming that Tunchi's back. All eyes on me, nigga, bitch, I'm rolling. Strapped up with that Mac, messed up like a goalie. Man, my bitch on that coat, she snorted four in the baby. Not a bitch on me, she selling pussy and baby. They said Tunchi's back, Tunchi's back. And I bought them twins with me, nigga, click and clack. Let's go. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.